Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject the Jewish view of the Godhead. This is part two of the series. Now, when we look at the spiritual attributes of the Ruach HaKodesh, or the Holy Spirit, from the book, and as explained by James Trim in the middle pillar on page 43, the Holy Spirit is described in the following way. The Holy Spirit speaks, Acts chapter 8, verse 29, Acts chapter 10, verse 19, John chapter 15, verse 26, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 21. The Holy Spirit is said to have emotions, Isaiah chapter 63. Verse 10, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30, and can be insulted, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 29, and intercedes for us, Romans chapter 8, verse 26, testifies on our behalf, John chapter 14, verse 26, leads us, Romans chapter 8, verse 14, commissions us, Acts chapter 13, verse 4, commands us, Acts chapter 8, verse 29, and wills, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11, and gives understanding. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. And so these are the attributes of the description of the Holy Spirit who is associated with Yahweh. In the book, The Middle Pillar by James Trim on page 44, he explains how the attributes of Ain Sof is likened unto a son. Just as there is a father aspect of the Godhead and a mother aspect, aspect of the Godhead. There is also a son aspect of the Godhead as we read in the Hebrew scriptures. Now we quote from Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 4. Who has ascended up into heaven and descended? Who has gathered the wind in his fists? Who has bound the waters in his garment? Who has established all the ends of the earth? What is his name and what is his son's name if you know? Now we can see the association in the reference to son in Psalm chapter 2, verse 2, verse 7, and verse 12, as it is written. The kings of the earth stand up, and the rulers take counsel together against Yahweh and against his anointed, or his Messiah. I will tell of the decree. Yahweh said to me, you are my son. This day have I begotten you. Kiss the son, lest he be angry. This is explained in James Trim's book, The Middle Pillar, on page 44. Now we're going
going to look at the Zohar, Volume 3, page 307, Amsterdam edition, as referenced in the book, The Plurality in the Godhead, or How Can Three Be One, by Rabbi Zavi Nasi, and this was put out in 1863. In the Zohar, I found the following instruction regarding the words, Kiss the Son, from Psalm chapter 2. Rabbi Simeon ben Johai proves from Isaiah chapter 19 verse 1 that Jehovah or Yahweh spoken of there as riding upon a swift cloud to execute judgment upon Egypt is no other than the Son of God that is also spoken of in Psalm chapter 2 verse 12 which says kiss the Son. So here in this explanation the Son of God is being linked and associated with Yahweh himself. In the book The Middle Pillar by James Trim on page 44. He explains in the Jewish understanding, quoting from the Zohar, that the term for the middle pillar of the Godhead is the Son of God. And from the Zohar 2, 115, it is written, Better is a neighbor that is near than a brother far off. This neighbor is the middle pillar of the Godhead, which is the Son of Yah, or the Son of God. So the Son of God, the middle pillar of the Godhead, also has the term or the title of Metatron. In the commentary of Rabbi Moses Batarali on the book of creation, I read these words. The Kabbalists call the second Sephira, or the middle pillar of the Godhead, Metatron, or the keeper, or the guardian of Israel, which is an inferior name to his name being the Son of God. This is explained by Rabbi Zavi Nasi in his book, Plurality in the Godhead, or How Can Three Be One, published in 1863. Now, taking this Jewish understanding and explanation of the Godhead in the middle pillar being the Son of God, the New Testament then explains how and uses the term to describe Yeshua as being the Son of God. John chapter 9, verses 35 through 37, it is written, Yeshua heard that they had cast him out, and when he had found him, he said unto him, Do you believe on the Son of God? He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? And Yeshua said unto him, You have both seen him, and it is he that talks with you. So Yeshua referred to himself as the Son of God. In the Jewish understanding, this is the middle pillar of the Godhead, and it is Yahweh. In John chapter 20, verse 31, it is written, But these things are written that you might believe that Yeshua is the Messiah, is Mashiach, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. Now, in describing the Godhead, it is linked or associated with a tree of life which is likened to a man. So in the book by James Trim, The Middle Pillar, on pages 22 and 23, he reminds us of laying out the Jewish view of the Godhead in three columns or three pillars, and then certain attributes, that being attributes 3, 5, and 8, are associated with Father. The Son attributes are 1, 6, 9, and 10. The Mother attributes are 2, 4, and 6. In the book by James Trim, The Middle Pillar, page 59, the God of Israel is seen are represented as Adam Kadmon. And Adam Kadmon means before.
before Adam. And this refers to the image of Elohim after which we are created. So the ten sephirot as Adam Kadmon is a representation of the image of Elohim. And here I have a picture for you of the ten sephirot that are likened unto a man. In the book, Anticipating the Redemption, volume 1 on page 44, written by Rabbi Menachem Schneerson, he makes reference to Numbers chapter 19, verse 14, which says, this is the Torah, and it goes on to say, a man. And he says in his commentary to the verse that the Torah resembles or is likened to a man. Then in the art scroll of Genesis, in the introduction on page 43, in explaining creation, the Jewish view is that in creation, the Torah, which has always existed and existed before the creation of the world, that in creation, the Torah became physical. The explanation is, with the event of creation, the Torah assumed physical garb, just as the soul clothes itself in a human body to assume earthly life. And so, this is how John the beloved disciple of Yeshua starts by writing his epistle. John chapter 1 verse 1 and verse 14. In describing Yeshua, he explains it according to this Jewish view of creation in the Godhead. He says, in the beginning was the word or the word is the Torah. Yeshua being the word or the living Torah. In the beginning was the word or the Torah, and the Word was with God, and the Word or the Torah was God, and the Word or the Torah was made flesh, or it became physical, and we have a created world, or in the context of Yeshua being the Word or the living Torah, he became flesh, and he dwelt among us. So, what John is explaining is a Jewish view of creation and a Jewish view of the Godhead. Now, from the book Messiah, Volume 3 by Avi ben Mordecai, on page 139, he has a picture of the ten sephirot as Adam Kadmon, or like a man. So, if we take the name of the God of Israel, Yahweh, which is yod Hey vav Hey, and we write yod Hey vav Hey vertically, the Yod represents the head of a person. Person, and the hay represents the shoulder and the arms, the vav, the trunk of an individual, and then the hay represents the waist and the legs. So yod hay vav hay, written vertically, resembles a man. Now, if we take the attributes of the tent sephirot and put them under their category, father being one pillar, and the attributes associated with father are three, five, and eight, the attributes associated with mother is another pillar. The attributes are two, four, and seven. But if we take the middle attributes of the sun, which are attributes one, six, nine, and ten, if we add up one, six, nine, and ten, we will get 26. And that is the gematria or the numerical value of yod, hey, 
Vav Hey. So in the Jewish explanation of the Godhead, the middle pillar or the Son of God has an equivalence with Yod Hey Vav Hey or Yahweh. This is explained in James Trim's book, The Middle Pillar, on page 25. So here I have written out for you Yod Hey Vav Hey in Hebrew and taking each letter in their numerical value. The Yod has a numerical value of 10, the Hey of 5, and Vav 6 and Hey 5. So 10 plus 5 plus 6 plus 5 is 26, and that is the same value as the attributes of the Son of God among the 10 Sephirot. So we have the equivalence that the attributes of the Son of God, the middle pillar, has the same numerical value as yod heh vav heh or Yahweh, which is 26. This is explained in James Trim's book, The Middle Pillar, on page 45. Now, in the Jewish perspective, the Jewish understanding, the middle pillar of the Godhead is the invisible image of Ein Sof. This is explained in James Trim's book, The Middle Pillar, on page 23. So Paul writes in explaining to us Yeshua in Colossians, chapter 1 verses 15 and 16 from this Jewish perspective. And so Paul says of Yeshua that he is the image of the invisible God, that would be Ein Sof, the firstborn of every creature. For by him, that is the image of the invisible God, which is also associated with Elohim, because Genesis 1-1, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. That's why Paul goes on to say in Colossians 1-16, for by him, that is the image of the invisible God, that is Yeshua, the firstborn of every creature. By him were all things created, that are in heaven, that are on earth, visible and invisible. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Now in Colossians, in chapter 2, verses 6 and verse 9, Paul describes Yeshua that in him dwells the fullness of the Godhead the Godhead being the three pillars, that in Yeshua dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 and verse 9. As you have therefore received Messiah Yeshua the Lord, so walk in him. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So a term or a title in the Jewish view that they give to the middle pillar of the Godhead, which they call the Son of God, they also refer to the Son of God as being Metatron. This is explained in James Trim's book, The Middle Pillar, on page 29. That the middle pillar of the Godhead is known as Metatron, or the Son of God. As it states in the Zohar, in Zohar 3, 227, the middle pillar of the Godhead is Metatron, who has accomplished peace above according to the glorious state there. And Metatron is seen as being Yahweh. As explained in the book Messiah Volume 3 by Avi Ben Mordecai on page 87 in referring to Exodus chapter 24 verses 1 and 2, then he, that is Yahweh, said to Moses come up to Yahweh. So if we examine what is being said here, 
The one giving Moses or Moshe the instruction to ascend is Yahweh, but yet he directs him to come up to Yahweh. In the Zohar, Amsterdam edition, page 114, column 1, this passage from Exodus chapter 24, verse 1, reads this way, right to left. Yahweh said to Moshe, come up to Yahweh. This is Metatron. From the book, Plurality in the Godhead, or How Can Three Be one by Rabbi Zavi Nasi, published in 1863. He explains, Rabbi Baha'i taught me from the Amsterdam edition of the Zohar, page 114, column 1, God said to Moses, come up unto the Lord. This is Metatron. He is called by this name Metatron because in this name are implied two significations, which indicates his character. He is Lord and messenger. So the middle pillar of the Godhead, the Son of God, is seen as being Metatron, who is Lord or Yahweh. Quoted in the book by Rabbi Zavinasi, Plurality in the Godhead, or How Can Three Be One, published in 1863, making a reference to the Tikkun Zohar, there is a perfect man who is an angel. This angel is Metatron, the keeper or the guardian of Israel. He is a man in the image of the Holy One, or Ein Sof, blessed be he, who is an emanation from him, from God. Yes, he, or Metatron, is Jehovah, or is Yahweh. Of him cannot be said he is created, formed, or made, but he is the emanation from God. He's the image of the invisible God. So now, in Luke chapter 4, verse 8, Yeshua is referred to as Yahweh, your Elohim. And Yeshua answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship Yahweh your Elohim, and him only shall you serve. And so Yeshua here was referring to himself, quoting from the Torah, as being Yahweh Elohim. We can see in the scriptures how Yeshua is regarded as being Yahweh, or the God of Israel, from John chapter 5, verse 18. Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. John chapter 10, verse 33. The Jews answered him saying, For a good work we stone you not, but for blasphemy, and because that you, being a man, make yourself God. John chapter 19, verse 7. The Jews answered him, We have a Torah, and by our Torah he ought to die, because he made himself the Son of God. In Titus chapter 2, verse 13, it is written, Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Yeshua HaMashiach. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 8, it is written, But under the Son, he says, Thy throne, O God. Quoting from
from Psalms is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. So Titus chapter 2 verse 13, Yeshua is called God or Yahweh. And in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 8, the son quoting from Psalms is called God or Yahweh. Now Revelation in chapter 21 verses 6 and 7, it is written, And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, or in Hebrew, the Aleph and the Tav, the first and the last letter of the alphabet, the beginning and the end. And I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. We can see that Yeshua is Yahweh from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 3. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls Yeshua accursed, and that no man can say that Yeshua is Lord or Yeshua is Yahweh, but by the Holy Spirit. Then in Philippians in chapter 2 verse 11 it is written, and that every tongue should confess that Yeshua HaMashiach is Lord or Yahweh to the glory of God the Father. Yeshua is referred to as the I Am, a term or a title for Yahweh or the God of Israel. John chapter 8 verse 24, I said therefore unto you that you shall die in your sins for if you believe not that I am you shall die in your sins John chapter 8 verse 58 it is written Yeshua said unto them verily verily I say unto you before Abraham was I am in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 11 Paul explains from the Hebrew scriptures that our salvation comes from believing or trusting in the Lord or Yahweh or Yeshua the Messiah who is Yahweh that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Yeshua and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead you shall be saved for with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation for the scripture says whosoever believes on him shall not be ashamed in Revelation chapter 1 verse 8 Yeshua says I'm the Alpha and the Omega or in Hebrew the Aleph and the Tav the first and the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet the beginning and the ending says Yahweh says the Lord which is which was which is to come the Almighty. So Yeshua was connecting himself being Alpha and Omega or Aleph and Tav to being the Almighty. And the Almighty in Hebrew is El Shaddai, who is Yahweh. In Revelation chapter 4 verse 8, it is written, And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within. And they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is is and is to come. So that which was and is and is to come is the definition of Yahweh, which means to be eternally existent. He is. In Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 39, it is written, Know therefore this day and consider it in your heart that Yahweh, he is Elohim. Yahweh is Elohim. In the book, Plurality and the Godhead or How Can Three Be One by Rabbi Zavi Nasi, published in 1863, 
he explains that Metatron is the son of God or the middle pillar of the Godhead or the image of the invisible God and he is Yahweh from eternity. I took up the second psalm which speaks of no other than Metatron, the son of God. Consider Psalm chapter 2 verse 7 and verse 12. I will declare the decree. Yahweh has said unto me, you are my son. This day have I begotten you. Kiss the son. Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. I first searched out the matter in which the word yom or yome this day is used by the sacred writers and found that it sometimes expresses eternity as in Isaiah chapter 43 verse 10. Yea, before the day was, I am he. That is from eternity. Well, that's going to conclude part two of the series on the subject, The Jewish View of the Godhead. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.